everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Instruction Booklet. I'm Jeremy, your host, and I'm going, ha ha! Wrong show! We back, bitches! Oh, shit. Fuck! Hit the theme song! Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Greatness. Loading in. Three, two, one. Nick Cage smooches good. Rule number one, don't work where you live. Rule number two, don't write anything down. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, get my eyebrows off, never saw the cat again. Been into it ever since. Sometimes I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something, anything. People don't throw things at me anymore. Maybe because I carry a bow around. I just stole 50 cars in one night. I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. I should always trust my instincts as a shamanic thespian. Tool up, honey bunny. It's time to get bad guys. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. didn't buy it i get it off of the playstation uh freebie plus stuff skyrim i have not started playing it no i have so many hours in skyrim <laughs> it's like every time i'm bringing up skyrim he's like i love skyrim well, i've got, I've I've got elder scrolls tattoo of course i'm gonna bring it up uh, i just think of like <laughs> hi kai we're bethesda re-releasing skyrim this time for your fridge <laughs> it's like we know You've given it to us, like, how many times now? Where's Elder Scrolls 6? And you go out into your car, and you turn it on, and the screen pops on, and it's like, oh, oh. good, you're finally awake. Oh, you're finally awake. God <laughs> <laughs> damn you, Todd Howard. That meme gets me every time. I'll, like, be watching something, and it's, like, someone on their bike, and they, like, fall off, and everything goes black. Like, oh, you're finally like, motherfucker, I got me again. <laughs> It's about as bad as the John Cena thing. I do love the John Cena. Oh, God. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> the first time I hear John Cena. Oh, oh, yeah, no. I, I would hate for him to come after me after defending some people. <laughs> yeah, Cena's. Yeah. But now he's going to be in World Combat. Isn't it like you can use like at least like 10 or 15 seconds of a song Less without getting in trouble? I mean, technically that one time we used most of Cult of Personality to see if Punk came back. We just dumped it at the end and nobody cared. I mean, I, for the for the <laughs> Christmas Carol cross promo thing we did, I used official Christmas Carol original soundtrack tunes. I just like tuned them up a half step or yeah. sped them up a little bit to get past all the censors. Oh, you Jimmy Hardened it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. yeah. All right. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Woo! the grand return of Caging Greatness. Yes, the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage and how we hate Thomas Jefferson. Cause fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck that guy. Bad guy. And today I am joined by my estimable co-hosts, Cannon, yes sir, and Jeremy. Hi, and our good friend Frank. Hello. Yeah, man, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, that's right. Ready to go. Let's fucking record a podcast. Let's talk about raising Arizona. These fuckoffs have still never talked about it. And we're going to go. Yeah, I, was hoping, I was hoping. I 
was hoping with like you know two point maybe that would get pushed aside. You fucking bit. love no. this bit. Do you no. lie? Don't you lie to your listeners? Do you love this bit so much? Cannon, I told you how difficult it is for me. <laughs> Do the post production to have you talking to yourself like this. I need you to. Man, I'm just gonna let him take a peek behind the curtain. We only got one mic this time. We're pulling some prestige shit out of our ass. Let me tell you. Are you are you listening closely, listeners? Like I get running around the table to do the other side of the mic. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck Shut you're talking about. Shut your fucking face, Frank. I never left. Jeremy's been here the whole time. Have you ever noticed that games don't have instruction booklets anymore? I'm going to hurt you, Frank. We still have beef. <laughs> Tower of cast iron right here. Don't what? make me use it. He's not fucking kidding. There is no fake Frank. Frank, stop it, Cannon. <laughs> you're really, you're really confusing your friend Jennifer right now. Oh God, I'm already having. I don't, my head already hurts. <laughs> you need some Tylenol. I've got some of that. Here. I might. I need to stop. <laughs> well, we are back after. Only a small sabbatical. Little one. Just a tiny one. It was like a year and a few months. It's fine. It's been a while. But we're it's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. For reals this time. <laughs> we're back. Yes. And we're here to talk about a Nick Cage movie. Yes, we are. That we just saw. Ooh, yes, we did. Uh, it's called The Retirement Plan. And we're going to do the thing that we always do. And I say always as if it hasn't been like a year and a half. I don't remember. I don't know if we can go around in a circle. (laughs) What did we do? We're going to go around in a circle. We're going to give our star ratings. A little blurb of what we thought about the movie, then we're just going to dive into it. And we're going, we're still on the letterbox scale? Still correct? on the letterbox scale. Okay. Oh, right off. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, it's going to, from left to around. Can I? All right, well, it's up. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are, back out of semi-retirement for the retirement plan. Um... Uh, first of all, I was excited to come back. This is a different setting, mind you. We're recording in daytime on a day we never really record. Do we ever record those? No, no. It's Sunday at three o'clock in Jeremy's house. I like a table with one microphone. Yeah, uh, yeah I like. I'm a, it's so a more more cozy atmosphere. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a dungeon. The yeah. sound quality <laughs> might take a little bit of a hit, but for yeah. now, no one listens to the show for the sound quality. No one listens to the show, so it's fine. <laughs> Wait, I, well, we gotta get our listeners back. Listen. We have been gone for a while. Our six friends and fans. <laughs> Y'all can't have my viewers, okay? <laughs> We've been hosting you on our channel. I don't know what you're talking about. I've hosted on multiple channels right now. I don't know why, but you know what? I'm happy for it. <laughs> but, um, yes, we're back. Uh, and, of course, we watched a Nick Cage movie. And that was 2023s? That sounds right. Okay. Came out last year and uh, uh, had a great time. Had a blast <laughs> watching the film. Um, uh, <laughs> this movie, I'm, ve- I'm I'm very excited to talk about because this movie literally explains everything to you in your face, just in case you missed anything. So there's that for you. Yeah, but we're gonna get into it. Oh God, the retirement plan. Oh. <laughs> with all the hearty chuckles it gave me and uh, whatnot, I am still sitting at a, a good two stars. This was around, like, especially when we're getting to, like, you know, some nice Tommy Wiseau-esque green screenery. But again, we'll get into it. 
Jeremiah. Uh, I would probably say I'm I'm sitting at a rank a two and a half with friends. Probably a two if you try to watch this by yourself because. Um, this movie, I don't know. I, this movie is full of stuff and things. Oh yeah, I just, it's a great time. I can't. It is. It's it. You know, I think the term that I, that's going to be used a lot when we discuss this will be whiplash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tonal whiplash is out the window. It's just straight whiplash. An actual whiplash. <laughs> actual whiplash. So, yeah, I'm going to say two and a half if you've got a group of friends to watch with. Two, if you're apparently extremely bored on Amazon or Hulu, go watch something else. Okay, so you're really saying two. Yeah, so I'm really saying two. Okay, just It was much better watching it with y'all. If I watched this by myself, I probably would have just been like, no, halfway through. Actually, I probably would have stuck around for Ron Perlman. So, Frank? Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with Jeremy on this. Uh, Watching it with friends is an entirely different experience than if I was just sitting at home going, hey, Nick Cage movie. Uh, with the group, with us having a good time, laughing at the ridiculousness, I'll give it a th- uh, three. Probably mm-hmm. alone, two. Uh, but so you're giving it a two. So it, it, no. it, has, <laughs> it, it has some gems in it. Yeah. And then it has some awful mm-hmm. in it where you're just going, ooh. I'm, I'm submitting this to choice right now. Dear Letterbox, <laughs> please put in setting for watching movies. <laughs> I think Jeremy has a great idea where he should start his own letterbox type <laughs> rating with with friends movie. Oh. You know, the, the oh. movies, movies you watch movies with, with friends. friends. <laughs> okay. Watch this with a friend, not by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, my experience three mm-hmm. as a movie, probably do. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. All right, so. Uh, we're ready to get blown out of the water now. Hear me out. We've talked before on the show about how I tend to be more generous. Yeah. And how I tend to appreciate things and rate things based on how much I enjoyed them versus the quality of that particular movie. <laughs> I know where this is going. I had an excellent time. I thought it was a brisk hour and 40. There was some action. It was a classic like 90s action B movie, which is all it was ever trying to be. Mm-hmm. And it succeeded. Uh, and I gave it four and a half stars. <laughs> I had a great time. We're just terrible. I get it. Okay. I would have given it a five star if Ron Perlman had switched sides at the end, become a yeah. good guy, and went fishing with him or something. Full face turn. Like, Very disappointed in that. Um, I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was silly. It was brisk. Sometimes you just want something to turn your brain off for an hour and a half and watch a guy get a flare gun shot in his mouth. Sometimes, sometimes you just want to go home from a long day and watch Crank. Yeah. Like, who, who are you fucking speaking for? <laughs> I turn my brain off on that movie every time. So, I, yeah, four and a half stars. I really enjoyed myself. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Right on. So, I mean, I can't argue that. The retirement plan for our listeners who haven't watched it. Uh, it's about uh, a young woman whose husband is involved with some organized crime. And also, we never find out what happens to him, but we assume he dies. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's um, right. <laughs> That he's alive or dead yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah, no, got nothing. 
So uh, they're involved in organized crime, and they steal a thumb drive, which is referred no, to as... No, it's a hard drive. A hard drive? A disc. Hard drive? Hold hard time. Disc? Hard they disc? Don't, they don't know technology. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, blow dryer. Got it. Blow dryer. Last hard cheese. <laughs> so they, they, the guy steals it, and then his runs, and like, ah, oh, the boss is going to find out it was me, but this is our ticket out, but we're all going to die. It's going to be terrible. So the young woman sends her daughter on a plane to the Cayman Islands to go stay with her uh, granddad who they've never met and she hasn't seen in like 12 years, right? Uh, she gets, the, the mom gets kidnapped and the daughter gets to the Caymans and then it's just Nicholas Cage trying to protect his family while navigating all the ridiculous twists and turns of uh, <laughs> government organization and crime. I mean, I'm going to say it again. Why send your daughter to the Caymans? You know, a place where people famously stash their money and other things. <laughs> also, I mean, you know, they she sent them there because her dad was there, and that's the only other option. Yeah. Yeah. But the thinking, like you said, the thinking, nobody will look for them there. Yeah. That, that's not. Send her to Indiana. <laughs> like, Justin's explanation of this movie, I know... It, it, it is not like, you know, the back of the DVD cover explanation. It's literally beat for beat what they tell you is happening at every crucial point in this film. It's, like, you are not left to figure anything out on oh your no. own. Except when they, for when yeah. you said, what happened to the dad? Because I didn't think of that until just fucking Yeah, time. yeah, just, just like, you know, they never did address whether they, he was dead or alive at the I, end of the movie. We just have to assume he's dead. Yeah, yeah he's matter. gone. Guy he's was, gone. The guy wasn't great. But, but like what Cannon said. <laughs> if they, they go to a city, boom, title card, city. Like, they introduce a character, they slap you in the face with the title card. Like, the, the literal opening of the movie, it's like you get, you know, a couple of production companies and then just Miami, just boom, Miami. We know we're in Miami like at least three times in the movie because it has a big giant Miami every time. Every time. Except that one time it didn't, but then they had the announcer at the airport say, so, welcome to Miami. Still mad that they did <laughs> just like players play. <laughs> Well, they had well music-wise. I don't think there was anything licensed. It was all just like Cheetos and Walkers. Well, I'm talking music-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, music, yeah, no, yeah, no. There was generic music. There was generic everything in this movie. Generic club soda. Generic yeah, club soda. that one got me. <laughs> Do you want some more club soda? No. It's like I wouldn't want generic club soda either. So, so you know what? Like, they, she gets to the Cayman, and then. What's the uh, what was the rest of it? <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, that's it. The bad guys come after them, and Nicolas Cage kills bad guys until he wins. Right. Oh, I, the, I do. That's the movie. There's I the cross, know. double cross, triple. Aha, I'm really working for this person. Oh yeah, God. that I, Ocean's Thirteen level. Of, <laughs> I'm the bad guy, but I double cross the bad guy. But I'm a good guy. But I double cross the bad guy and the good guy. But I'm the good guy. But I double cross the good guy to work with a politician who may or may not be good. This yeah. fucking yeah. Vince Russo booking, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Felt real flex. It's like the ending fell flat. He's just like walking, he's talking. He's like, "Here's all these things. I'm just exposition. Here's this boat. Go back to the Caymans. What happens to my family? We'll take care of them. Don't worry. No, about he, it. No, okay. he, you he, can he, totally he, trust us. This no, week he, he said, like, everybody. We'll send them back. Yeah. <laughs> the, whole, nothing. the whole explanation We're was they use Nicholas Cage to kill all of these criminals, but you can tell the cops are, yeah, no, these people were kidnapped. We saved them. Nicholas Cage is there in this fucking bulletproof vest holding the automatic rifle with the silencer and the grenades and shit. They're like, oh, who's that? Like, I don't know. Who's that guy driving off there in the boat? Shouldn't we question him? No, no, no we no. shouldn't. Absolutely but, not. It's an American right to fish at night on a high-speed boat that was taken from a criminal. 
Leave them alone. <laughs> Some of these gunshots here seem to be from a high-powered weapon Simmons, with a Simmons, I will bust you back down to street cop. <laughs> but, sir, these clothes. Simmons, traffic duty all week. But, sir, clearly this, this, woman, this, this woman and her child could not take out 15 men by themselves. Simmons. It was, he was taking credit for the whole thing, though. <laughs> he was. Oh, yeah, no, the senator was. Yes, and I don't have a single drop of blood on this nice three-piece suit. What? Like, he was just nondescript, powerful guy. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't even as they didn't say he was a senator. They didn't, he was running for governor. They didn't say what organization he was with. He was, like, in a board meeting with yeah. Rafts. That's it. We don't even, I don't think they said his name. I mean, no. to be told, a smash no, cut of his name. Yes, no. smash cut of his name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our world was subject of things we did not know. We didn't even get, like, hard what was on the fucking flash drive in the first place. Besides James Bond shit. James, James Bond shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. MacGuffin information and whatever's in the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. It's like, oh my god, you're never gonna guess. They're into racketeering, guns, drugs, prostitution, everything. Everything. They're oh. secretly genetically creating Pokemon. Simmons, stop reading the file. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. The laptop was open right there. <laughs> like, Simmons! The, the, the you, you joke. The dialogue does come off as if people just literally reading the script off. There's oh, not a lot of... I mean, there's some acting. I'm not going to completely disregard. Ron Perlman, Jackie Earl Haley, and Nicolas Cage all gave hella good performances. Exactly. And Ernie Hudson was doing his great Ernie Hudson charismatic winking at the camera stuff. Yes. Those four were tremendous. That's where all their budget I, I yeah. Jack, Jackie Earl Haley's best uh, Rocco impression from the Boondock Saints. Oh, <laughs> just, it's like showing the diversity of the word fuck. I know. I say that word a lot. Four glasses in his intro scene. I'm like, bro, how you pay? Okay, that was pretty. He beat his phone with a baseball bat and somehow yeah. got another one that quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I will say though, the the girl playing the granddaughter, the young kid, she was good. She was yeah, good. She was yeah. really good because usually some kid actors can be just grating. Yeah. And awful, but no, she was really talented. I was a little concerned at first because when they first introduced her with like the darn honey, wake up, we pay for this all expense this trip to the Caymans for you, and she was kind of like flat right there, but then like when she got around other people, it was like, okay, yeah, the mom's just a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to be fair, too, the kid was like, you know, waking up at 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm pretty flat if someone wakes me up at 3 a.m. say, we're going to the Caymans. Like, oh, what? Justin, what? we're going to the Caymans. I have work. What? I have the job. No. Oh, You're going to the Caymans to, no. sit, to stay with your relative that you've never heard of before. I know all my relatives. They're dead. That reminds me of a You know that grandfather I that was dead? He's oh. not really dead. Oh, my God. That fucking line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who was that? My mom. Yeah, both of my parents were dead. Yeah, thank God my parents are dead with the guy saying. And then I just looked at you and was like, you all looked at me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like every conversation. (laughs) Sometimes it's better to be an orphan. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) There were so many good just us talking moments versus (laughs) the comedic bit of the... You're here for business or pleasure. Oh, that yeah. was pretty. That was pretty good. Too. All the goons showed up in leather jackets, like looking like goons. Like we're here for pleasure. And then Jackie or Haley shows up in his Hawaiian shirt. Like business. He looked kind of like <laughs> business. <laughs> like what are you talking about? That's the, that's that gets, yeah, that goes into what you said about whiplash because the tone of the, the movie because it starts off like this bad drama, and then you get. Donnie, who's uh, Haley's character, just going ape shit with the bottles and, and, and the F word. And it's like, all right, this is going to be kind of nutso. And then it goes back to the serious 
drama thing, and then it gets to the cage part in the Cayman, and it's just goofy. See, I disagree, though. I think the tone was consistent throughout. This is how 90s and even action uh, 80s action B movies go. You've got the like, oh, I have to do the exposition, so I'm playing it straight, so that these people can go absolutely batshit insane, and that's what you're watching the movie for. Like, there's not a huge amount of difference really between something like this and something like uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo, which we've watched. You know, yeah. uh, between this and fucking Commando. Like yeah, he's real set pieces in that movie, uh, though. I'm pretty I don't sure. know. I was, I was, I was at, at, at any moment expecting it to go full slapstick, especially with those, like splash screens of when they showed the character for the first time. Sometimes immediately they'd be wow, and there's a title screen to scare the shit out of you. And then later they showed somebody Another did not do it, did not do it. Like a few seconds later, wow, there it is. I still, I love the running bit, the part where it's like we gotta go find a hotel to hide out, and they check in, camera pans over. And the bad guys are staying like two rooms down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this is this is the spiritual successor to 80s and 90s action movies. And like this is this is everything that Commando and Smoke and Aces, uh, very similar to that. Uh, like everything that those movies have come up from is just distilled into this. And this should have been much bigger. I think I thought it was really fun. You're not supposed to, like, oh, dramatic, I'm worried about this small child and her mother who can't act for shit. No. <laughs> yeah. like, I hope Nicolas Cage kills that dude and saves his family. That's what you're hoping. Mommy, I'm going to stab this man with a screwdriver. Fucking do something. <laughs> I mean, not to be the pooper on the party, but uh, I think the only good performance we got in this movie was probably Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. This He's was definitely, I mean, let's be real. We know Cage is cashing them checks, like, left and right. He worked. He fucking working. We all got to fucking work. Um, uh, oh, yeah. The mom. The actress is named Ashley Green, so that was a little lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. It's okay. Um, Ashley. As we figured out, the scriptwriter was technologically illiterate for calling a thumb drive a hard drive. I yeah. think that was supposed to be a, a running joke. I, but it was it was it was kind of like I would have been okay yeah. if that was a running joke. If at some point in the movie when someone handed them that, they were like, "This isn't a hard drive." Yeah, it's only a running joke if someone makes the joke. Yeah. I was hoping that at least two other people referred to that MacGuffin as something else. Entirely. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a disc. Oh, it's a hard drive. Oh, See, it's a thumb master. See, that's what I was talking about. I was waiting for it to go full blown into it and yeah. just lean into the comedy. Yeah. Like that would be like, get the hard drive. There's not a hard drive here. There's a thumb drive here. But um, Jack, it's like Jack Arrow Haley. Like, don't get me wrong. He's eating up some scenery yeah, in this yeah. movie. But, man, like literally just like fucking fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Same glasses that he swiped from the set of the RoboCop remake he was in. I was just like, oh yeah, we need to get our gamer glasses on, make sure we can see this plot that you're telling us directly. <laughs> and and every, I don't know if this makes sense to the listeners, but everything had like a like Hallmark original movie sheen to it. Like not even that. I'll even say this looks like uh, you know how what Dexter looked like. Yeah. You know, that, I think that's even a better comparison because like they're on a beach. Everything's bright as fuck in Miami, anyway. So well, there's also like when you when, I, when you say stuff like that, like with like the Hallmark movie. One of the like the things I think about with that one, like and soap operas, is audio is crisp. Mm. Like you don't yeah. get like 
the sound of more like ambient stuff. Like you really didn't notice a whole lot of like ambient noises or like conversations in the background. There also weren't very many like background actors in the movie. No, no, there's not. Beyond the hospital scene, we're in the hotel, the airport. Yeah, Yeah. but that was like, it was a tiny airport though, so there's not very many people. You had thugs and the characters of the movie, but there's not like a whole lot of background stuff going on. There are a couple of birds, but. (laughs) That's not even a bit. You're you're forgetting the snorkelers. Oh Oh, my God, I forgot all about that. That shit was so hilarious. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Get that shit. Look, we're just going to throw the body, and there's a trench down there. No one will ever find it. It's five miles deep. Snorkelers <laughs> <laughs> just gone. I didn't even, even notice. That's when I thought this was going, like, full-blown. Because, like, actually, yeah, that's where I thought it was going to go full-blown comedy, because they're like, we're dumping this body in a, in this trench that is miles deep. Nobody will ever notice. As soon as they dump it over the boat, there's snorkelers going you know, like, right by the I, body. I feel like, I feel like the director director was trying to go for some sort of like Guy Ritchie feel, but just like missing completely. You know what I mean? Because like, I think he, he, found, th- he found a knockoff Guy Ritchie movie at like Dollar Store or something and watched it. And that was like the inspiration. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure like, the, like, I know he's used that in a couple of bits, but like, this is just like, if you, yeah, I, I think it would have improved the movie if they had just leaned hard into the comedy and kept everything else. Just a little bit more, like continuing with the little slap screen title things, pausing them and making you go, is it going to happen? Is that it going to happen? That did add an extra layer of, am I going to pee my pants? Oh my God, it got us so many times because we're sitting there watching the movie and it did it once and we're like, okay. And then it happened again. We're like, why are we not expecting it Frank, every time? Table. That will show up on the mic. All right. We're trying to get used to this new system <laughs> and some people... shot this whole bit and they forgot and he was only supposed to do it once but they're like all right cut all right let's just do it again it's like oh god fucking heck just get the nuts again and i just thought it was weird it was funny when he spilled them the first time and (laughs) haley's just like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing i'm throwing glass everywhere and you're fucking with nuts and let's not forget ron perlman's character name is bobo Bobo. yeah i was just about to say that three piece wasn't even the worst part his name was bobo i uh when he first showed up and I saw him, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those Ron Perlman performances where he has like zero lines and he's just like collecting the paycheck. And then when they got him in the Caymans and he got time with the little girl, it's like, oh, no, no, he's he's actually, yeah. he's, actually like, he's doing his part. He's the, he's the second lead in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's actually like he's ex- the highlight for me in this movie. Yeah. I enjoy his exasperated like every every guy they keep sending down here keeps dying and I'm just here. <laughs> I do love the trope of we're going to send three guys to take care of this one guy. All right, those three guys get murdered. We're going to send three more guys. Those guys get murdered. All right, we'll, we'll send four guys this time. Those four guys Hold get up. murdered. They're in the hotel room and the bad guys show up and she's like, I'm going to get eyes. He's like, well... 
well, they might be looking for us. They're not looking for us. Steps outside, sees three bad guys, walks back in. They found us. He's like, what? And then the plan was to open the door and grab the guy so he could deal with him. And the other two dudes are just standing there, befuddled like, did someone just... These are professional hitmen. And Ron Perlman comes around the corner and it's just, I love his response of like, what's going on? Oh, this old dude just grabbed Johnny over here and he's beating the shit out of him in there. Why are you not breaking down the door? Oh, yeah. Great question. <laughs> so the only decent piece of trivia I can find on this movie oh, no. is that the only reason Nicolas Cage accepted it was because he and Ron Perlman were such good friends after making Season of the Witch, which you can listen to our review of on this very same channel, yeah. that uh, Cage was like, oh, you're in it? Cool, we'll hang out. And that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. Fuck yeah. Just for the small sidetrack, though, if anybody hasn't watched it, the Mr. Mistress show on Amazon Prime, Ron Perlman's got an episode in it, and he fucking kills it as playing a 70-something-year-old toddler. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. There's even the scene where he walks out and goes, I couldn't sleep. I threw up, and I was just on the floor, just dying Ron Perlman in this super serious situation, just being like, I threw up. And it's like, I, like, I, I texted one of my friends, I was like, this man is a fucking treasure, and I'm going to be so sad when he is no longer with us. I somehow completely spaced out on Season of the Witch, so I had to look. I also gave that two stars, so... <laughs> Guaranteed to give you at least two stars for me. My brain also went back to the was it, the, it was a YouTube short the the Punisher one where he's in yeah, laundry. laundry yeah and he's just a guy working a liquor store yeah yeah he's friends with Thomas Chain yeah Ron Perlman's just friends with everyone he's great yeah. Ron Perlman's awesome but if he told me we're going for pizza and then he's gonna kill me afterwards I would believe him <laughs> yeah I'd still go for pizza yeah like you know Ron Perlman this is great I'm so glad my last moments are getting spent with you yeah, this is nice oh my god he completely predicted how the end was gonna go they right. ate pizza and then was gonna take her out to kill her yeah what the actual f Barney, can you believe that shit? <laughs> I'm so, oh my god, can I dox your dog? Is that okay? Okay, I just he doesn't, sure. have, he doesn't have social media. It's okay. Well, we do have a long history of dog guest stars on the show. This is true. I mean, it's I can like, go get the other guest star and just sit him on the table. Oh my god! Go get Leon and just throw him out. Wait, that's a lizard, right? Yeah, it's my bearded dragon. I don't know why my mic got a little sketched out. That's I'm, fine. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of a weenie when it comes he's, to scales. He's full of piss and vinegar, so. <laughs> He's, he's mastered the uh, side eye. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Because his eyes are on the inside. So it's <laughs> yeah, so I'll come home some days and he's like, oh. what the fuck's my food? And I'm like, um, I'm getting it, man. God. I'll cut you. No, you won't. Also, I feel like it'd be a disservice if I did not mention that my boy Joel David Moore was in this. Uh, JP from Grandma's Boy mm-hmm. playing like a, uh, playing a why are you in here? <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I was glad to see him. And also, and please, if you disagree with me, let me know. But seeing him in this movie with a beard, why was I getting the vibes that he could play possibly a younger version of Nick Cage in a movie? See, I didn't get those vibes. I kept yeah, thinking, fair. wow, that beard doesn't look good on him. <laughs> Is it bad? And the FBI would never let him keep that. <laughs> Is it bad that when they first showed him from the shadows, I was like, hey, I know that guy. He was a little bit of an Adam Sandler movie. God, I like slowly emerged from the couch and I was just like, what in the fucking fuck? <laughs> I agree with you. The beard was not a good look for him. Yeah. I love Grandma's Boy, though. That movie is hilarious. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Uh, I 
don't know. I didn't think his beard looked too terrible. We've we've seen worse beards on this show, believe yeah. me. Yeah. I think Cage's. I don't know what it is. I know it's real, but in some of these movies, it may have been like the fucking again the 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 sitcom like smear of this whole movie. But his hair looked fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah his hair was fake. His hair is fake. fake. But like yeah. the beard, I'm talking like I'm, I'm oh, sure no, the beard no, was no. real. His beard it looked weird. Comes in so thick. Yes, it does. It's He's almost got a very thick beard, and so like when he dyes it black, like he usually does, it looks weird because mm. it's so thick. Dye it white, it looks slightly less weird, but it still looks weird because it's so thick. Yeah. Uh, the only one that ever looked natural was Pig. Yeah, Pig it was longer and, and, yeah. and grodier and looked more real, but that's just he's got very thick hair. I almost joked that he, he like took the wig from Pig and like used it for this movie. Yeah, he no, might have, <laughs> might have been the same one from Season of the Witch. He just dyed it, dyed it white. You know, for wigs, I don't even think his Season of the Witch look was the worst. No, it wasn't the worst. <laughs> he's had worse. Oh yeah, Barney, what's the worst Nick Cage wig you've ever seen? He's just giving yeah. us the concerned face. Now. Yeah, no, he, he made his point though. He's just like, oh no, man. <laughs> I've seen I'm scared to say Connor. What'd you say, Barney? No, I'm kidding. How dare you? <laughs> You're banished from the show. Barney, have you seen Connor? I don't think I've, I've put it on in the house before. No. <laughs> non non computer. Oh, you were robbing that dog of a genuine classic. <laughs> God, who was Dex? Who was this guy? Was that. Like he's getting top billing at least in Google. Was that the guy who uh, played that, his brother? Yeah, that was uh, that was the one you kept calling Tom Segura. The, <laughs> yeah. the guy who kept calling it a disc. Yeah, you, the the one that you killed my younger brother, and we have no we yeah, have no we idea which one that was. Yeah, like he he looks like if if Tom Segura was drawn as like an anime villain or something. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just like just simple plot lines that are just like kind of like forgotten throughout the movie and just hell y'all mentioned it was y'all said it was mentioned like at the end is almost a throwaway line it's like you killed my brother you so. killed my younger brother <laughs> I was like what yeah immediately like which one was that I was like yeah which, like, there's a lot of goons you sent after him because Jackie R. Haley did like show some concern when he found that out and that's when we did find out that was his brother but still we're also like well, I mean, that, who cares yeah, that, <laughs> that explains when he sent him and he sent Ron Perlman with him and he was like yeah. I can do it by myself. And he was like, you know, I, I respect you. Take Bobo. And you're, but, you know. Take Bobo. I, I, know you, I know you can do this job and I trust you, but take Bobo with you. Best name ever. I just want, like, like, like the, the part where it goes, cacao, Bobo. That is my screensaver on everything. <laughs> it's like, why is Ron Perlman? It's like, not Hellboy? It's like, no, Bobo. Hashtag Bobo for life. Yep. <laughs> that, oh, come on. That was a great character. That, that, yeah. Like you said it was a, it was like the, the spotlight of the movie is the whole Bobo and that yeah. little girl. Because I almost wanted to give it to, uh, I almost gave to er, the Earn That Paycheck Award, uh, ironically, to Ron Perlman. But then again, like you said, the longer the movie went and uh, the time with, uh, and we mentioned uh, Talia Campbell as Sarah, did a great job in this movie as well, I felt. Great kid actress. And their time together, and it was just like the constant switches between. All right, correct me if I'm wrong here. Okay. Uh, sequence of events wise, because again, there's a lot of shit happening, especially towards the end. We're in like three different places, like, and we're switching rapid fire. Yeah. Jackie O'Haley tells Bobo to kill Sarah, right? Yes. Yeah. Sarah is just down the path and on in that truck at that point, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. When the movie the movie goes on, Jackie O'Haley's gone at this point, like getting shit taken care of. Yeah, they're across the way in the marina, about to go against the boat. 
It take and then we don't go back to Bobo and Sarah until like what seems like at least five to ten minutes later, and he's just now reaching the edge of that dock. Like timing wise, that's just fucking weird oh, to me. Yeah. Well, there was so much action, and then you know, the, yeah, like I don't think they walked that far because she grabbed the that balls. Far. Grabbed the gun and ran. No, this was before that. I mean, okay. Like well, he points out the he points out the the boat that they're on, sitting at the truck. Yeah, yeah. Where she's at. Like they're not. He's not far from no. Sarah. Is what I'm saying. Right. And like all this shit happens, and we're assuming that this chunk of time has taken place. And what were you? I mean, you can argue that he doesn't want to do it. He's just sitting there like kicking dirt. Like oh, I mean, that's that's I kick you, did I? Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's that's exactly what was going on. Like he was conveying that very well. He didn't want to do it. Oh yeah, for sure. But like it's just weird. He's like just kicking dirt. Oh man. That's where I go back to what just Justin said. Uh, about the the payoff mm-hmm. of uh, Ron Perlman turning from heel to you know f- uh, face at the end, and it does. Ah, uh, it does we, we, we were all waiting for it. We're all like, oh, we want this to happen so bad for Ron to get on the good side. And it makes man, sense though because the Othello through line. Yeah, was the August, so yeah like, uh, is this right? This movie has Shakespeare, y'all. It's deep. It references uh, Shakespeare. I was sitting at a one and a half until they brought up Othello. You know what? <laughs> Fucking two, baby. The, uh, <laughs> like you're talking about, like not understanding like spatial context. At the very beginning, it kind of got me, and I actually pulled it off my phone because I had to look. So they were just like, oh, yeah, no, she booked, like, you know, they show us the scene of the girl getting on the plane. She flies and gets to the Caymans, meets him, and then it cuts back to Miami with, the, you know, the giant flashcard. And all of a sudden, they're talking, and like, oh, yeah, no, she bought two tickets. The plane just left an hour ago, and I was like, how yeah. far away is Miami from the Caymans, and is an hour flight <clears throat> going to make that? And I was like, this... This is not making sense, but you know, I'm not going to think too hard on it. I'm just going to let it go in. I was like, nope, nope. So I pulled up my phone and saw like the distance from Miami to the Caymans. And I'm like, you had to fly over Cuba. Like, how did, how fast was that fucking plane? And how quick was that taxi ride to get to her? I mean, a flight from here in Tuscaloosa to Tampa is less than an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. And then they got on a plane and were there the same. Well, no, no, the day passes because she goes to bed because there's the whole line about eating in bed, eating food in bed. Hell, while we're on that scene, it was just weird because, like, initially when she gets on the plane, we just see her, like, leaving on the plane and her mom's just like, oh, boy. And then we go back to, like, her telling the story and it's just, like, flashing back to scenes that we haven't seen prior. Yeah, black and white flashbacks. <laughs> oh, my God, that reminds me of the fucking 360 pushing the guy off the balcony. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Why? Where did this Where in the budget did you find this shot? They got a GoPro and strapped it to a fishing rod and threw it down with the dummy. Like, yeah. I legit wanted us to fucking rewind that and watch it again. Like, I did want to see that scene That again. scene cracked me up because the little girl just gets up and goes, and looks out the door, sees the bad guy, sees the balcony. He's like, Mom, come over here. We're going to pull one over on this guy. <laughs> and it would have been funny if when the other two guys came in later that they just did the same damn thing. God, just push both of them over. And we, oh, and, and, and talk about right after that, there, uh, you know, Cade shows up and they're screaming at him from the balcony as he's trying to sneak around his car. Hey, my dad is right there. Why don't you guys shoot at him right did. now? He gets hit with a shotgun. Grandpa, what are you doing with a gun right there? Grandpa, you're looking for the northwestern side of the building. You're on the northeastern quadrant right now. Damn, yeah. 
reminds me, there's a there's like a YouTuber I watch that like breaks down some like the One Piece stuff, and he always talks about Luffy being like Luffy gets calls the bad guy and gives him his first name, last name, home address, and social security number. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened there. His name is John something. And you can find him at three something other Cayman Island, and his social security number is this. And here's his cell phone number. Also, he's got his GPS tracker turned on too. Oh, oh shit, Grandpa, you got shot. You think? Oh, Jesus Christ. I did love this movie. It was a fun fucking watch. Like, I'm not denying the time I had watching. Because, again, I think the with friends meter should be a thing. Because... Uh, yeah. I'm I, again it dog shit movie. Actually, but yeah, I, I had a great I, time I'm watching. Giving, I'm giving Jeremy the the, uh, the copyright for that. He needs that's to trademark was, that shit. Movies with friends. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was a dog shit movie. We've watched on a technical level. We gotta be careful. There's a dog in there. Oh, but, oh, I'm sorry. Because like, remember the old way. Oh, yeah. That western you watched? Oh, yes, true. That was bad. Oh, but yeah. I will even... At least that was well it. made, but it was bad. It was oh, well made, yeah. but a lot of practicality. When I'm watching your movie and I'm reminded of Tommy Wiseau's The Room, that's not a good thing, There's Justin. There's a lot of CGI fire in this movie, too. I like the C... What was the CGI? CIA, what was it? I don't think they ever specified... They did! They They fucking did! To. I don't know for the government. Worked for Uncle Sam. Yeah, that's he was a say. he was a negotiator. Because they don't wink. Come out and say that he was an assassin what, for this company. What really got me was like when you made Ernie Hudson's character. Like, oh no, he's a minesweeper. <laughs> what is a minesweeper doing with? A, were you actually a sweep? I don't know at this point. Why did you use that term? And then of course Ernie Hud- Ernie Hudson breaks the fucking fourth wall. Yeah. I guess it's the part where you're. The part of the movie where I tell you not to be so hard on your dad. Yeah. <laughs> really? I really, love that. It was funny, but I was just like, come on, man. I love the fact that he was like, is my dad an assassin? Well, you know, I'd like this because usually in that part of the movie, we're like, well, God, when you say he's an assassin, he takes care. No, Ernie's like, nope, he's an assassin. No, he's 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 just he's killed a lot of people. You didn't hear this from me, but yeah. Yeah, he's super, totally super a killer. Assassin. There's also like two Rambo references. Several, One James yeah. Bond, two Rambos. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they can do that. Couldn't throw in like a Jay, like a Jason Bourne, maybe. Oh, I was like, yeah. Like, in the uh, marina scene, I was totally <laughs> expecting him to pop up like Rambo from the water shooting. <laughs> no, no. He fucking stays in order and shoots. <laughs> While he's submerged and murders two guys, yep, hits him square in the forehead. Tosses like, the gun to him, and it's like that. It's like, <laughs> it's like a side of him clearly in front of a green screen catching like, the gun. Okay, and it was just like oh, that looked like it went. It came straight out of Drive Angry, but in the best fucking way. Possible. Oh my god, that was amazing. That that and was the, so. And funny. like when you see her lob it, it's not even like a good throw. She literally just like it lobs <laughs> the head. It's like, Tom one, and then smash goes to him, and it's like perfect catch. NFL. We glossed over it earlier. I know we've mentioned it, but the flare to the mouth. Yeah. Like the oh, flare yeah. gun. To- <laughs> oh, yeah. Or what was it? Pulls up to the van, hands. Where's my gun? Hands the man a grenade. It's like. Oh, don't don't make me consider raising my score right now. Honestly, <laughs> I'm just saying. 45 minutes, and we all got, we're doing is talking about how much we like. This. We got another Willie's Wonderland. Is this a great moment? It's just not going to take us a year to fix the score on this one. I'm not having convinced by the end. My brain was just like, is this a reference to Anchorman? I mean, maybe. Could be. It could have easily been if they would have, you know, had a better writer. But I was. Had a writer. They had a writer. 
2010's Hunt to Kill starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, that's probably dog shit too. I haven't seen it yet. I own it. I do own it. have not seen it. I mean, it that was it was a good line in the movie where he's got this case of guns and he's giving out guns to all the goons and he runs out of guns and the guy's like, I didn't get a gun. He was like, well, we're out of guns. Here, have this and hands him a grenade. That's that like, was fucking hilarious. That's a good gag for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's and I, funny movie, dude. Hold on. Fun. Hold on. Hold on. Same guy is the guy who the grenade guy is the one who gets the fucking flare in the mouth uh-huh. and I love his lead in he's creeping up to the fucking boat right trying to be you know sneaky he fucking <laughs> pulls the pin on his grenade and then that's when Cage shows up with the flare gun shoots him and then you see the awesomely bad CGI just so, and then ding 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 goes under the boat boom my thought was like oh this guy's got a grenade he's totally gonna kill this guy take the grenade and throw it at the other dude nope. like, that's how no. this is gonna play no, no he just shot him in the face of the flare gun. Was not expecting that. In the mouth. Yeah. yeah like mouth. put the barrel in his mouth and shot him. <laughs> I still the line of, will this kill someone? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's obviously phosphorus. going to it kill keeps someone. Burning. It's like, now I just want to make a uh, top five list of when uh, flare guns were used as weapons. This is definitely going on there. This might be the number fucking one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything better right now. That, that needs to be your, that needs to be a TikTok uh, for you. Wild Wild West, another one on the show, kind of, yeah. sort of. The rec- ricochet moment. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, that is true, yeah. Was that a flare gun? Uh, I mean, ish. It was, a, it, was a, it was a steampunk flare gun. I mean, what do you do? It's the fucking Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> the Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But um, but yeah, that was great. Um, after all the shit went down at the marina and Jackie R. Haley leaves, we get this fucking <laughs> awesome shot of Nick Cage standing there and everybody just like literally oh, every dead great. body in the water. Oh, that just was like great. I love how like all the I mean this happens in every fucking action movie. Every fucking bad shit happens and like man, look at all these bodies. Ain't nobody <laughs> saying shit. Ain't nobody doing nothing. Just like I'm sure someone will come by and clean these up. Like well, he does bodies in the hotel room that people just kept walking by. Yeah. The one that was oozing blood on the outside. That, that hotel needs to revisit their door policy because those doors were weak as shit. They need a pool. They seem pretty strong. Took two guys quite a while to shoulder their way into them. Once they decided yeah. they wanted to break it down. Yeah. I just loved how long they sat there. They did. They were just confused. <laughs> what John fucking happened? The corner. He's like, I mean, that was Ron Perlman's great oh joke with there God. when he walks out and he's like, the fuck's going what on? the fuck are you guys doing? Like, what are you doing? The old man just grabbed so and so in the in the room, and you're doing like, and, and why are you standing here? <laughs> it's like, we ordered a fucking pizza. Like Ron Perlman has like some smart lines, like sitting yeah. there talking to the girl about making the deal and stuff like that. Like, gotta be a person of your word. And then there's the, um, oh yeah, at least he's like Cage and the daughter getting the thing. Like calls the cab company. Like, hey, um, I need to know where this cab's going. That was smart. Like, <laughs> oh. He left his heart medicine there. Oh, no, and he left his cell phone. Ah, oh, my dumb dad, you know. <laughs> and then that little the little bit of the end, like, no, no, I understand. It's just never again, just this once. Like, 
that, that was that was smart. Yeah, and it showed that he had to convince the person. He's the smart. He was the smartest man in this entire movie. And the director slash writer wanted you to know how fucking smart he was by letting the character remind you how smart that he was. I think the little girl said that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. <laughs> the writer has to reinforce himself every time he would write something. Because like there are like moments in this movie where it's just straight exposition in the movie. And it's script of the movie. <laughs> it's the retirement script. Uh, I mean, I expo- yeah, the expo- I'm not, I'm not saying fun. you're wrong yeah. for enjoying it. I mean, I will poo-poo on a movie all day. I'm not going to poo-poo uh, for you enjoying it. I won't come to your house while you're watching this movie and go, oh. fucking retirement plans on. This is ruining everything. I swear to God. I have said it numerous times. I love some bad movies. Yes, I love they're some fun. dog shit, too. I know they're bad movies, but they are fun to watch. We, like, fucking, you, we mentioned it earlier, Showdown. What did I give? that four fucking stars. I know, we all adore it. <laughs> that That's a great movie. I love that movie. Like, there's a different a movie like this and a movie like Grease. Oh, oh, oh man, <laughs> we, we that one definitely changes when you old when you olden up a bit, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Just so, <laughs> man, it did not age well. Yes, I say not. old, and that guy who was fifty-seven playing a high schooler. Hi, I'm, a, I'm a senior in high school. Let me fill up my social security. Frank doing the Steve Buscemi meme. Yeah. Hello, fellow children. Hello, hello fellow students. Hi, fellow children. Man. I'm just saying, like, for real, grab some friends and watch the retirement plan. You'll, uh, it's <laughs> give, it, give it at least 15 minutes where you start judging. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll say, like, the first much, little, <laughs> as much as I really despise and do not enjoy X Men: The Last Stand, that movie was way better watching mm. it with a group of friends. Mm. But yeah, even though it couldn't save it from like half mm. of the terrible choices in that movie. Mm. God, that movie just always takes me back to again uh, another bad three apocalypse. When um, I never saw that one, I stayed I, away from it. Ooh, my first ever D box experience. It was oh, my so one and only. I'm never doing it again. I just thought that one throwaway line where Jean Jean Grey's just like, "Who well, can we all admit the third one's the worst one?" I was like, mm-hmm. "I uh, <laughs> well, no." And then actual Dark Phoenix happened. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've only ever walked out of one movie my entire life, and that was uh, the remake of The Fog. Oh, I never saw that one. Isn't that a Tom Welling? Yep. I never, I never the saw the original. The plot twist in that one is... The original's fantastic. Yeah, the original's great. I love the original because the ending is this vague, like, oh, no, they're all dead. Yeah. yeah but, uh... The ending to this one was the the female like love interest who would have been like I guess Jamie Lee Curtis in the original. Uh, she's a reincarnation of the ghosts of, of the pirates that are attacking the ghost pirates that are attacking the town, and she becomes a ghost again and rejoins the pirates. <laughs> And Tom Willings just kind of stuck there with his dick in his hand. <laughs> and I was just like, I remember watching, I, about halfway through that movie, I was like, this, this sucks. This, this is so bad. I was like, I'm, nope, can't do it. <laughs> Had to get up and leave. So just as a point of reference, because this is something fun we might want to do from now on. Okay. Our cumulative score for this movie comes out to 10 and a half stars out of 20. Okay. Or reduced down uh, two and a half out of five. Yeah. Okay. That means that we thought this movie was more fun than John Travolta's Blowout. 
Yeah, three. I disagree. I think I rated that one higher than everybody else on the show. You did. You gave yeah. that one a three. Yeah. I think it might. Mm. But the other three of us rated it all at a two. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just remember liking that more than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, it is higher than G-Force, which sits at oh. one and a half stars. Oh, God damn it. Higher than the old way, which sits at mm. one and a half yeah. stars. This is both better than both of those, yes. Yeah. Um, higher than Vampires. Oh, John, John Carpenter's, Carpenter's vampire. I was there for that one. You I've still never that. seen John Carpenter's vampires. And Snow Bueno. <laughs> uh, this is much higher than Zandali. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Don't fucking remind Man, me. That one was rough. Jeez. Slightly higher than Firebirds. I own that movie now. <laughs> Actually, you gave it the same score as you gave this one. Two out of five. I stand by that. I, I actually had fun moments with Firebirds as well. I, I will say something that might make you rethink your score for this one, though. Okay. You gave Grease the same score. Two? Yeah, out of five. I mean, it has good tunes. I will say it has good tunes. Well, <laughs> Grease has a one and a half out of five for the, the cumulative score. Mm -hmm. uh, and so far, the only one I'm seeing that we felt was equal uh, in two and a half out of five stars Oh, Baby Geniuses is a <laughs> No one likes that. Uh, Leprechaun. <laughs> the cumulative caging score for Leprechaun was the same. What, what did everybody give it? Uh, JoJo gave it a two. You gave it a two. Patrick gave it a two. I gave it a three and a half. Hmm. I feel like I may need to revisit Leprechaun at some <laughs> point because <laughs> there's like eight more. Oh, I know all of them. Season of the Witch got a two and a half. Uh, because Patrick gave it two and a half, you gave it a two, uh, JoJo gave it a two, and I gave it a three. So the question is, if we somehow watch another uh, Perlman Cage-driven uh, vehicle, will I give it a two? Or will it be the first ever higher-rated game? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I saw Season of Witch alone, and I, I would have at least gave it, gave it a three. I like Season I of like, well. I like I don't. I, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a, a big problem with that. The story's okay. Man, they uh, gave it a one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, same score as Willy's Wonderland, two and a half, for our original watch. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, I was at a two originally, uh -huh. I think, and then I bumped it up just a half. Yeah. I bumped Willy's Wonderland up to just a movie status. In fact, I remember, uh, I believe everyone bumped their score up. On the secondary one, <laughs> including me, and my scores are pretty high to get Cage, Cage does save that movie for me, and let me tell you. I watched that movie on my own, and that movie, I enjoyed that movie a lot. I bought that movie because of y'all's podcast. I own it. I had it. In fact, I ended up with, I was like, I bought two because it was like, that sounds, that sounds fun. I need to watch that movie. I haven't seen that movie. What? So It's better Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> that movie also helped us uh, become friends with Marco. Yeah, Marco, or Valentine. Well, no, I guess not anymore. Yeah, Valentine's well, the best. Valentine's the year before, but you know, <laughs> when I, I actually muttered in perpetuity, you couldn't hear it on the recording. I do love that bit. But, oh man, I do love the poster for this movie. Yeah, it's a good poster. It is a good poster. I'm not going to lie, like, and, and again, don't take this as me, you know, shitting on it. The way the trailer was cut, that is what got me interested in this movie in the first place. Oh, no. So, hands off to whoever cut the, the, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that movie had a, had a fucking blast. Because, like, those opening title cards were like, the car drives by and the words were there. It was like, yeah. Nicolas Cage was backwards. And it was like, that he, was literally just, <laughs> he was just, like, sitting in After Effects, like, fucking, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah. 
the smash cuts. Like the editor was having a blast. He was just like, I don't care. I got paid. <laughs> oh. So that is overall what we think of the retirement plan. Yeah. We all loved it. Thanks, yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, sort of. Uh, Shut up. We all loved it. <laughs> I will I will see your loved it and raise you uh, two stars, and but I will give it a heart. <laughs> well, I can. Yeah. I'm going to tap that heart. I still got to rate it anyway. Yeah. I still don't rate shit until after we record. Y'all are on your phone immediately. Like, <laughs> I have No touched, shit. No shit. I'm just. I haven't touched Letterboxd in like months. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking up all the different scores and stuff. Well, I rescind what I said. <laughs> but I don't I, forget about yeah, it. I think I'm on record. I've only letterboxed one thing, and that was that penalty movie I had to watch for the... <laughs> I still dick around. I, I, you know what? I... I will, I will say this. You know how much I love Darkman. Yeah. I recently finally watched, which in, this is one of those properties where I thought I had seen at least some of the second one. Yeah. But this weekend proved wrong. I saw for the first time the sequels. Yeah, the, they're good. The direct... Yeah, I, I noticed that clearly. You did not enjoy. Them. Come on, finally, like, let's go. I, no, no, no. I enjoyed the second one, which apparently was shot before the third one and was originally supposed to be the third. It's confusing. Anyway, um, uh, schedules and whatnot. But yeah. the third one. Oh yeah, it, it's true. The third one was Die Dark Man Die, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite review that I saw on Letterboxd <laughs> while we're talking about it is Why Dark Man Why. <laughs> <laughs> You have to understand, like, like, teenage me saw those movies and was like, <laughs> I saw, I had only ever seen the first one, apparently. Uh, Allison just watched it recently. I showed it to her. I fucking adore it. I've never seen the first one. I that mean, being said, y'all know how much I love it. I like the retirement plan more than Darkman 3. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's fair. That movie's so mean. I do love Arnold Vosloo, though. He's actually, Arnold Vosloo's great. I thought he's a good Darkman. I still think he should have been Black Adam back in the 90s. He that would have been, been perfect. Black that would have been fucking perfect. And I, ooh, I even, and this might be controversial to all the, uh, you know, 12 Darkman fans out there. Yeah. Um, I'm I think the makeup in the sequels looks better than the original film. Dark, dark man's makeup. That oh, is. Yeah. It's the standard face without the bandages. Yeah. But yeah, I, I will I will rather watch the retirement plan than a why dark man. A why, I mean, die dark, dark man. Dark man. <laughs> Look, you're, you're talking to the guy who has seen every single Tremors movies and that has. I have one. seen every. Well, no, there's a new one I haven't seen actually. Uh, yeah, I've seen. I'm up to date on. So I'll fucking watch them. I yeah. love Tremors. But I, 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 I would I would rate those over like you know in like a four range because I just love the absurdity of all of them. And then, you know, the supposed fact that they're the next one's going to be, like, Tremors Zero, which, and it's like the Ouroboros of yeah. the Tremor eating itself. Which, and I'm like, which, I swear to God, if there's what? time travel, I will lose my shit. Is this like Tremors which, in the fucking quantum realm? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> which which one of the Tremors was the ones where they introduced the little hopping ones? That's the second one. The second one. one. The second one. That's that's okay. I think that's I, just got a 4K from Arrow video. I, I think that's the, the last one I watched. The, the third one has the flying ones, which are called Ass Blasters. Blasters. The fourth one's the prequel. The Western. Fifth one, the fifth one was the one with Jamie Kennedy in Africa. The, and then uh, they brought him back for the, the sixth sex. one was the one in Antarctica. Oh, Jamie Kennedy's famous and we let it happen. The seventh <laughs> one is Shrieker Island. Uh, I don't know now. <laughs> and I think there's an, there might be an eighth one. I can't remember. And then there's the TV series that was on sci-fi. But mm. at least Trimmers, did, I don't know, they may have done this, but I don't know. At least they didn't use like a whole fucking scene 
in the same movie twice. That's true. Here's dark, dark fucking dark man. <laughs> I was so confused. At first, I thought they were like trying to Sam Raimi like Evil Dead to it, how it was kind of a soft reboot of Evil Dead 1 mm. for their sequels because they both have the same intro. It's almost like a TV show intro. Yeah. And then there's legit at least five-minute scene chunk that is, was used in both films. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Why, Doc Man, why? <laughs> what are you doing here, Doc Man? I'm here for my pastrami. No, oh, okay. Whoever fucking did that, I hope you're fucking, you have a good retirement plan. Hey! I'll bring you back around. <laughs> <laughs> said the thing. I did say the thing. thing. They didn't say the thing. They didn't say. They didn't. No. What well, did they? No, they no, they no he just said retired. No, they, they just talked about him being okay. It they was not. It was, it was not his point. choice. But it was never further. Well, oh no, he punched a general. A two-star general. Yeah, yeah two-star general. That's why he got retired. Such a badass. Such a badass. <laughs> he talked about how good he was and everything. And don't get me... I appreciate this, but he's like kind of like sloppy. It's almost like Odin Kirk and nobody. It's because he's, you know? yeah, he's, he's old. Man. Man. He's an old man. So. How old is he in this movie? Let's be honest, he didn't talk about how good he was. Everybody else did. Yeah. Because when he was talking to his granddaughter and they were she was uh, and he was va- very vaguely describing what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. He said, I got the job done. And he was like, I got the job done. I just did. Yeah. Can't help but that guy fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Or out the window. <laughs> uh, oh, that guy's head that's on the pavement with the big, you know, this one guy brains all over the place. Alright, this is just some nitpicky bullshit. I don't think Baldy, who who like busted his head open in the hotel, was far enough from the ground to die like that. He well, probably could have landed on his feet and been okay. That from that height he was at. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why they had the splatter to show that he landed head first. Yeah. Like some that I mean, yeah. I get that again. That's just me being an asshole. This <laughs> yeah, because they were they were clearly like on the the second floor when he fell. So they were higher, but then like he didn't yeah. uh, dropped a bit. Takes rope did, work and the whole actual rope. That, that was almost the rock bit, like the movie The Rock. Yeah. Not you know you know trying yeah. to take over Hollywood and failing and then taking over the world of wrestling. And, oh, fuck you, yeah. Dwayne. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah that that He's was a, that was a good bit that, that they had the hotel room art rope art. It was the nautical <laughs> scene, and then they used that rope by yanking it off the wall and then using it to get out the whole thing. I want to think that Kate ad lived that. It was actually like, <laughs> by the time I realized what the fuck it was, I was like, Are they gonna? Yep, they fucking did it. Check off rope. That was awesome. Check off the rope. If it's a rope, therefore he must use it. <laughs> This has been fun. This is new setting, new rules, uh-huh. fucking new. We still, we're it's still daylight outside, y'all. It is. What it the is. fuck? And like, like we have our whole evening ahead of us now. It's not like eleven yeah. o'clock at night on a work night. What are you talking about? Yeah. I gotta go like spread democracy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got some hell diving to do. That's not the point. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't played Hell Divers two, play Hell Divers two. Jelly, uh, I'm very jelly of that. It's good you, to you some put those democracy in quotes now. Manage democracy. Manage democracy. <laughs> That's Tater talk right there, friend. I'm on the I'm doing my part. I'm on the bus. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing fucking shit. I love that. I'm doing fucking shit. <laughs>
my favorite part of the whole Starship Troopers movie was the fact that the director said he wanted it to be so super obvious that it was satire ripping on you know imperialism and stuff that nobody would miss it and 50% of the population oh, missed yeah. it more than that I mean yeah. like, I don't know why anyone thought Paul Verhoeven would be the guy like no I love war like did no one of you see fucking Robocop yeah like yeah. dude seriously. it's commentary on the situation it's not Neil Patrick Harris goes from normal to Nazi in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was reading something the other day where people were talking about that subject in regards to Helldivers, where it's like, you know, I hope people understand that it's satire. And they're like, oh, so you know, it's a good gameplay. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And they're like, they're like, some people tend to miss the point in terms of satire. And they started listing movies that are like American History X, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're uh, list the one that, you know, hurts my soul the worst. Like, Fight Club. I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, I got, a be- I got a friend who Starship Troopers is one of his favorite movies, and he takes it face value. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, well, see, I, w- I was... Um, Totally into Starship Troopers because I read the book back in the day, and the book is fantastic. It's a book? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know oh, yeah, that. The, the book is fantastic and much more detailed than, of course, the it movie. Is, and did you also know there were three sequels made? I did. I knew there were sequels. Casper Van Dien. Is there, there an something. animated one? Yep. There's a yeah. Roughnecks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like I um that that's why people that's why that's coming back. Everybody's talking about Starship Troopers as Helldivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. That's that's second it. or third date, uh, we went and saw Rift Tracks does Starship Troopers. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They, have, they have to blur out half that movie because of the sex scene, and so instead they had a guy come out in a gorilla suit and dancing around for a while. Uh, I, I still would love for us one day to figure out how to just like, like record a commentary on you know something we've already seen before, yeah. you know, obviously, and just we can just like talk shit in the middle. Of just do like the Rift Tracks thing. They record That's what I'm talking, yeah. and you just buy the audio. And you well, watch the movie on your own time. I mean, he, he means logistically. Oh yeah, yeah. Like make it, you know, make it sound cool. You know, like recording while we watch something without the thing we're watching coming in, but yeah. also be able to hear. Yeah. There's a lot of they're in sound booths too. So yeah. yeah, like I gotta I gotta look into some ideas for that. Now that we're back. Cajun Greatness live. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I still don't hate that idea. I mean, I'm fine with it. Excuse me. But yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Two <laughs> sodas. I'm sorry. It's, it's one of the problem. One of the great things about this new recording situation. The refrigerator's right there. It is right there. I got up and took made some more water in the middle of yeah, the thing. Sure I know. Got up and took, fucking took a shit. Yep. No one knew. <laughs> is that what that smell is? I'm pooping right now. <laughs> Chairs though. Barney goes to shit in. Sign, Justin. God, I'm never letting y'all back in here. <laughs> yes, you will. Next month when we come back. Hey! That is our uh, that's our plan for for ongoing this year. A recording schedule of one episode per month because let's be real, we were burning ourselves out so hard going every week plus all the stuff with Ach that we were doing plus general life because life. Finds a way. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go into it now, but like that fucking shithole that uh, I was living in before this was basically home base where we recorded Cajun Greatness, and just fucking dumpster fire after dumpster fire happened, and 
Yeah. It was almost a health hazard recording there at yeah, some point. It, was, so. it, it got pretty pretty squirrely just because you know the the landlord wouldn't fix anything. Yeah, like I don't want anyone to think it was anything on you guys. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, the house was falling apart and should have been condemned because the landlord. There's my living there now. Creep. Yeah, I, I will say I'm hoping to God that uh, it's under new ownership because whoever is there now, it appears that they are also actually fixing the shit up. So that's good. They may be whoever. It may be just the people fixing it up. I don't know. The whole yard's different. They got a brand new fence. Yeah. Good for them, I suppose. I bet they tripled the rent. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and there's there's tenants moving into that, like, uh, business uh, building right next door, too. Yeah, so I don't know who owns the shit, so whatever. Yeah. Also, um, fuck the guy who owned it prior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it just stuff got in the way, and then we were all tired, and then I think we were all enjoying having the break. And then Christmas time came up. Like, okay, we'll we'll get to it. And then here it's February. We started in February. Vehicles died. Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of shit happened. But we're back, and we're on yeah, a new yeah. schedule. I'm One per month. Uh, we've also got the instruction booklet, which airs first on a different channel, but then comes on this channel the following Monday. Yep. And, uh, and it's been doing great. Thanks for everybody that's been listening. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. A good Me show. and Michael have been really like shocked at like the listener turnout like I did it was one of those like I was getting it started when we took the break and then it just kind of worked out and me and Michael have kind of got our footing and shit yeah, yeah, check yeah. Out last, congratulations thanks. check out last week's episode yeah D&D yeah it's good stuff uh, and even though this one this episode we're on right now will release in March because it'll release this Friday mm-hmm. uh, still just pre- everyone pretend it's February yeah Friday <laughs> release on Fridays yeah may as well okay uh, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna start plugging the ever loving shit out of us on uh, TikTok. So yeah. I need to know these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Cross promotion will have it. I think I plugged the fact that we were recording it on my last episode. I feel like the people who watch my shit are, well, our shit is right up their alley. Yeah. <laughs> your, your TikTok is proof that I exist because I jump on your lives and talk to you sometimes. Uh, Cannon, stop talking to yourself. No, I'm sorry, fucking not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We know that you got some actor to pretend to be your yeah. alternate personality and got him on TikTok. I I fucking that poor man needs to be left alone. Why are you telling everybody I got all this money to spend like that? What the <laughs> fuck, shit? I, I, I can afford writers and shit. I'm like the retirement plan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's the plan. I'm gonna release on Fridays whenever we get around to doing it once a month. And uh, you know we'll, we'll come back with with Travolting, obviously, uh, some of our well, other stuff. Like we're gonna do some specials every. Yeah, now. we're gonna have some specials. We might do like a, a, every so often have a month where we do two episodes. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna go back to taking it more easy on ourselves so that we don't burn ourselves out. Because when you get to the point you feel like you have to do it, it's not fucking fun anymore. Right. Yeah. And this is this is fun, especially when the house is falling apart around. We you. Been, that like, really puts a that, damper on. Yeah, and like it, we're recording at eleven at night, and we all yeah. are fucking tired. This is the most fun I've had doing the show in at least a year. Hand hand. <laughs> <of God. laughs> Seriously, fucking blasting blast. I like this. Good energy. Good vibe. Yeah. I mean, I hope it sounds awesome. Sorry, y'all. I know we got like a new setup. I'm yeah. trusting. I trust you. I apologize I beforehand. You. It'll it'll sound like everyone can hear us. They'll be able to tell what we're saying. And it's I'm just, sure eventually we'll get more mics. If more. Well, no, I'm willing to get them. I need a mic. And so well, we need to get a whole setup with like a soundboard and shit. Yeah. Uh, and also the acoustics of this room. But it's not going to sound like if you listen to our cheesing greatness special. That would then, sound 
great. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is the same place, same setup, except without cheese. It makes me want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> so go back and check out the no Cheese and Gouda. special to listen to me turn on cheese as a food <laughs> You would heal on cheese? We also had Cajun Kitchen. It, it and was, you were giving me shit earlier because I don't know, like cheese. I still love cheese. <gasps> but in those moments, I was questioning that love. Wait a minute. Hold on. I know we're leaving. 20 year cage, uh, cave aged cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah that that is, is a lot of cheese. Yeah, it's, no, it, no, it was an old ass cheese. Oh, it's old. Oh, gross. Moldy, yeah. gross, and like, blue, and nasty. It was. Some, some people like moldy cheese. Here's looking at you weirdos who like blue cheese. Like, I had to get another slice of uh, processed American to make me feel better. Yeah. We talked about caging kitchen as a bit for the longest time. We are recording in a kitchen now. Yeah. Okay. No, what the actual. I, I, made, I made my chicken parmesan. Or my chicken. Uh, yeah, my one pot chicken parmesan. Yeah. Oh, my God. The but, sky's the limit now. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to do some fun stuff. We, we, even, we even reviewed the outdoors. We did review the outdoors. <laughs> it's uh, we don't no. recommend. Yeah, no, it got a lower score than retirement. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we got a lot of fun stuff. Again, we have room, we have time, we have energy. Uh, we got some fun stuff coming your way to the four of you who listen. So thank you. <laughs> a shout out to all the countries of the world who've listened to us at least once. We've made it to every continent but Antarctica. So if you're at one of the Antarctic bases, need you to get on that. <laughs> just click play, walk off. Yeah, you just click play. Like then it'd be a lot, like five minutes, just to get us that last continent. I'm really hoping this show gets us a boost in uh, uh, listeners from Miami. Oh yeah, no, because yeah. Miami, whoo, featured heavily in this episode. <laughs> whole, I'm pretty sure this whole thing was filmed in the Caymans. Probably. <laughs> At least, like, yeah, at least the word Miami footage of Miami. That's easy. It's yeah. water. It's water. It's all water. So <laughs> let's go around, do the plugs, and uh, we'll call it a day. All right. Canon. Yes. Where can the people find you on the interwebs? Well, the people can find me at that Canon guy on Twitter. Yes, I will still call it Twitter until the day I die. www.twitter.com. It's a thing. Uh, X, fuck it. Uh, you can find me at that Canon guy on Twitter. Instagram, Letterboxd, and TikTok. Jeremy? Uh, so you can find my like regular stuff on uh, Instagram and Facebook at PressArtF4. It's all one word from my art stuff is. And it's also me randomly yelling at the moon. You do yell at the moon. It's dumb. <laughs> uh, I also stream on Twitch on Monday nights. Uh, I play like randomly new games. Currently I've been playing a game called Gunbrella where it's a guy in a revenge story with an umbrella that's also a gun. Uh, and as mentioned, I also have another show that comes out once a month uh, with my friend Michael Pons. Uh, we are the instruction booklet for video game history. Currently, we're working our way through the 80s. And there's a lot. And it might take us two years to get through the 80s because we got through the 70s in like a few months. But we just put out a recent episode about uh, D&D because it's D&D's 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. uh, and we talked about its impacts on video games. And you can find that at the, you can just look at the link tree. It's like linktr.e slash instruction booklet. Uh, all of our links are on there. Our show, we try and come out once a month. I think our next episode will be exploring 1980 to 1983, apparently called the golden age of video games. Hmm. So, the Uncle Fester game came out, come out around that time. Which one? The Uncle 
Fester game? I did have that on the uh, I had to. That's going to be in the later ages. That'd be like the regular Nintendo. It was bad. Oh, yeah, I've done, good. I've done a lot of reading from this from this other show. <laughs> my research is like insane. And also, for the folks that don't know, Michael is uh, an actual PhD student who's in video game stuff. So he's like more of the academic, and I'm just the uh, kind of their person because I've been playing video games since I was like. You're an enthusiast. <laughs> so. Frank? Uh, well, I'm Wally. I'm over here. I'm Postman Frank. I'm here. You can follow me. It's Wally on TikTok. I film TikToks now. I, I have action figures and you, I put them on shelves. And you can find them on the shelf at Swarley Shelf at TikTok.atshelf.com. That is not true. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. And I'm not. Damn it. No, get your plugs in, dude. <laughs> I mean, you were very close. It's just Swarley on TikTok. And you're pretty accurate. It's pretty much just action figure statue. I love your video. A little bit of my fish. Maybe Farkle makes an appearance occasionally. That's, yeah, yeah. Pr- that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm, I may start doing other things if I get if I can get Canada to tutor me on how to do the TikToks. Oh, I'm I, have some I, I still ideas. don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but let me tell you something. I, I, tripod, get you a tripod, some lighting changes your whole world. Let me tell you, <laughs> getting a new phone like I did didn't hurt either. <laughs> Everything's in 4K. And if you like all the action figures and statues you see on uh, Frank's TikTok, you can find more of them at the comic strip here in Tuscaloosa, the store where I own and work and live and probably will die one day in that stupid chair. Uh, Barney uh, came to do his plugs, too. Well, he can do all the plugs he wants. Just on a table. My name's Barney. I like pets and cheese and uh, sleeping. You can, uh, you can find me here. Yep. He's a good boy. Uh, he is a good boy. As for my stuff, I nuked most of my stuff like six months ago. So there's nothing on anything. You can't find me. I'm the gingerbread man. Uh, but you can find me at the shop and then on here for the podcast where we will be back in a few weeks. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you for coming back, y'all. We're back. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd.